Boom, boom, boom. Welcome to Salakabur's podcast. It's IPL time. You know it is IPL time when you see me in this dress and this cap and when you see me with these folks, with this wonderful, wonderful people from the wonderful Cricket for Americans, CFA Nation, otherwise called channel. Nick and Gabe, thank you for joining. First of all, before we get started, what amazing things have happened on your channel after the last time when we spoke? I mean, you had Jamie Alter on it. You had Jabby Kue on Boring Reviews, of course. Tell me about what's been going on and how big it's been for the past few days. Any one of you, if you can go ahead. So I'll go ahead and start because we know everyone tuned in to, to listen to me. Um, what's up, everyone? How are you doing? Thanks, Najib, for having us on your channel. You're so gracious to allow us to come a second time after last time we were here for like 18 hours or something like that. But, uh, you know, it's been good. It's been really good. We were shocked that Jabby Kue, we were able to get his attention and have him on the channel. That was, that was a highlight for both of us. Um, you know, CFA has just constantly been growing and we have been learning so much. We still have our mistakes here and there, but it's, it's been going great trying to find new ways to innovate, new ways to bring content besides just reactions. We love reactions, but I mm. mean, we want to be a little more creative. So since we last met with you, we went through an entire IPL season and we still talk about how much fun it was. I'm sure we're going to mention that at least once or twice. Right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. We're talking about a lot of things happening in the channel. You know, we just recently got 10,000 subscribers on CFA Nation, which is our second channel. Of course, Born Review is our primary channel. And that's just strictly cricket fans, man. And let me tell you something. It's uh, it's one of the most tight niche and, and really knowledgeable cricket fan base, period, bro. Like they, like, they know their stuff. They'll call you on something when they're wrong, when you're wrong. I love it. You know what I'm saying? Um, we made a lot of good friendships, too. Uh, uh, Ozjad, he runs his own channel, Cricket for Us 2.0. Check out his channel if you haven't done so. He is so knowledgeable. And through him, you know, we've also met uh, Jamie Alter. We got mm. to have him on the channel. Um, yeah, just, just again, it's, it's been so much fun. I feel like I've learned so much, grown so much as a, as a fan. Uh, but at the same time, I'm nervous. I, I, I'm not going to lie, man. I'm nervous as a CSK fan because... Dude, the stars are just aligning for CSK to have another bad season. And once it's just a fluke. Twice, I may be banned from Chennai, bro. I may not be able to safely walk the streets of Chennai if they, if they go another year when they don't make the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? No, not with a shirt. <laughs> CSK is that team, the first team in all of sports, right, that can have a professional game and an all-timers game with the same squad. That's, that's what CSK is, all right? You're horrible, man. You're horrible. But uh, yeah, it's been awesome, brother. I I love how the roasting began right away. You speak of stars aligned, Gabe. I really felt that stars aligned moment when you collaborated with Jamie Alter. And then Nick and Jamie and Asjad were on the same channel. This was like, yo, this is is great. This is like Hall of Fame stuff. This is so nice. Keep bringing on those uh, wonderful guests. I'll be of help if you want some contacts and new journalists yeah, I mean, that, that you, can really... You are interviewing everyone. You got Bollywood actresses. You got sports writers. You right. got cricketers. You got people that are starting movements and people that have YouTube podcasts. I mean, yeah. you're very diverse and it's very impressive, my friend. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you. Thank having, you. Ha- having been on this channel before, you're so easy to talk to, talk to and you run the, the, the interviews so well. I mean... I'll be honest, I could have took some classes before you, be, before we sat down with some of the bigger interviews we did, because mm. I was like fanboying and totally unprofessional when, ad, when we were interviewing Javi. And at times, I didn't even know what to say. I'm like, what, what do I do with my hands? I, <laughs> I, I'm so conscious about my hands right now. Literally, I was just so awkward and whatnot. But uh, obviously, brother, you do a really good job, man. So we've been following your channel as well. Keep it up, man. Good things still to come. Much appreciated, brother. Thank you very much for those lovely words. The thing about this episode is that last time we met, we met, I think, just before the IPL, if, if I'm not wrong. Now I want to meet you because having you as Americans, that was your first IPL, right? That was your uh, dip. Your toes were dipped for the first time. So I just wanted to talk a little more about that, kind of do a recap of that a little bit to, uh, you know, refresh what IPL is all about. W- tell me something, any one of you. 
when was the first time you heard the word ipl and there is this league there is this something called a huge league in india that happens when was the first time you heard about it because you are a very recent cricket fan if if i'm not wrong yes um i guess i'll go the first time i heard ipl was during one of our cricket streams mm. and it might have been uh probably right in the very beginning uh, uh england versus um west indies yeah, west indies and just talking about it and people were like man you know you guys need to stream the ipl uh uh it'll help the channel there's a lot of uh, of great talent there not to mention the fact that uh they mentioned that the ipl is more conducive for television where mm-hmm. test bro our first test match we watched it was a 3 hour rain delay bro <laughs> okay the second no joke 3 hour rain delay and our second rain delay happened in the same match 45 minutes later so there was a total of like 5 hours of just rain delays in the very first test match we watched and whatnot. And people were like, yeah, that happens Classic England. Yeah. Classic England, exactly. But uh, they kept talking about to us about IPL, and we started getting excited. And, I mean, I, I love tests. And I know mm. Nick feels the same way. It's my favorite format of cricket, but the IPL is a close second, man. The mm. IPL is so much fun and so infuriating at the same time. Oh god, look at Nick's just sitting back there smiling, bro, with his Mumbai Indian hat. Oh, I hate him with a passion. Oh, but don't forget, I'm also an RCB fan. Me and Ajeev, we share that. I both my teams gave both my teams with the playoffs. I'm just saying, see, for Gabe, this is like scars. This is like, oh, I don't want to go back. <laughs> IPL was tough. He enjoyed it, but man, he got shellacked. I loved it. Five time, Gabe. Five time. So when I first heard about the IPL, like Gabe said, we got introduced to Test. I mean, the granddaddy of them all, for crying out loud. The mm. long, the sweat, the, the rain, the, you know, not the rain, but I guess there was rain. The blood, sweat, and tears, all that kind of stuff. And then when I heard that there was a sh- shorter format, T20, mm. I thought, I don't know if I'm into that. And then I heard about a domestic league, IPL, and I'm like, yeah, there's domestic leagues in every country, not of cricket, but of some kind of sport. I don't think we have time for that, Gabe, nor mm. are we going to be able to watch it on TV. Man, was I wrong and how big the IPL was. And it's just, it's not just the fact that five-time champs. It wasn't just the fact that that. It was the fact that, like, everybody that likes cricket, mm. whether they want to admit it or not, they love the IPL. You got some serious athletes and stars out there. You have the fantasy to go along with it for those bragging rights. You have every match or something crazy happening. And we were losing our minds and people were telling us, Dude, this season's nothing compared to previous seasons. And we're like, how could it get any better? So it was just, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't think we were going to get too into it. And then it got to the point where we couldn't miss a day. Wow. Gabe would have been very hard to catch in uh, 2018, I guess, because he would be like CSK comeback season. He would have been. (laughs) Oh, you have no idea, bro. You have no idea. (laughs) Uh, I'm telling you. But uh, yeah, you know, like Nick said, man, at first we... We're like, ah, we're not sure, but we jumped into it, and it was so riveting. And yeah. even though people are like, you guys haven't seen anything yet, think about what we did see, Nick. We got to see a double super over, all right? We got to see super overs. We got to see some um, – bro, I got to see A.B. the Villiers almost kill me during a match and end Udicat's career, all right, pumping up for like 50 runs in the depth. You know, dude, it was like 53 runs and four overs. It was something crazy like that. So, I mean, it's dude, there were so many great moments, and we learned so many of these colorful characters that we came out of the IPL, and now we're calling for guys that we learned in the IPL to be, to make the Indian International Test Team and ODID yeah. Team and T20 Team, and people are like, guys, 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 these are our, 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 our IPL players. Just saying, a couple of those guys are there now, and just IPL yeah. players, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, it was awesome, man. How does it compare with American leagues like MLB or NFL or NBA? I mean, IPL, it's just so many roller coaster moments, right? The emotions are swimming here and there. The matches, you'd never know until the last ball of the last super over. How how does it, like you have seen uh, MLB, NFL, NBA at some point in your life. How does it compare? The, it's the, the season is shorter than any of those sports. Yeah. And typically when a season is shorter you don't really feel the stakes as much because it's, it's a shorter time. But when you really think about it, there's bigger stakes because there's always so many matches. Mm. NFL is probably the closest with the games because there's 16 games. 
They're moving to 17. IPL, I think last season was 14 or so. Yeah. So similar number of games, but these guys are playing like sometimes every other day with their schedules that way sure. or two or three days in between. It compares a lot because once I say this to everyone who's not a sports fan, you will become a sports fan if you learn about who the players are, who the teams are, the rules, obviously, and what the history is. It's all about the history. And so the IPL, that domestically compares to other domestic leagues here in the States because we are invested in those just like we were invested in the IPL. Mm. You have the bragging rights. You have, you know, the back and forth. Like we're basically, we're in chairs. We're basically in couches at our home talking trash to one another. So my long story is cut short, very comparable. Sure. It is, to me, it is a, a, a combination of the best part of all of the American sports. Mm. And I mean that because it's the NBA where literally you, you don't have to watch the first, you know, hour. Just turn in, you know, just tune in for the last 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And sometimes we would like, oh, man, we would stream the beginning of the game and think something's going to happen. And by the end, we're like, oh, we're already in class in school and we're on our phones. Like, Come on, for the love of Pete, you know what I'm saying? So it's that kind of excitement. But at the same time, mm. that you, it's so much, com- it's so competitive where, you know, in Major League Baseball, I don't really think, and I love baseball. That's my first passion, man. But sure. you've got teams that don't got a shot. I can tell mm. you right now, there's about a third of the league that they better call it a night right now. Marlins, sorry, cousin. You ain't doing anything this year. There's just teams you know. They're done. And Nick knows this is true. There's just bottom feeder teams. Yeah. But there are no real bottom feeders in the in, – in, bro, it came down. Think about it. CSK actually still had a chance with one or two games going in to sure. get into the playoffs, all right? So did the Rajasthan Royals. You know, SRH came out of nowhere. And it's so competitive. Like, CSK won the first game against Mumbai Indians, Hubble Bragg, you're saying, all right? Sure. And then, you know, couldn't win another game for like four or five games. Crazy to me. And it's so exciting. So it's mm. got that kind of balance. And I think that kind of balance, you can only find in the NFL where anything could happen, right? Any football team could beat any team on a Sunday. That's mm. what's great about the NFL. Unless you're the Patriots and it's Bill Belichick, you know, who wins everything. You know, you just don't know. You're yeah. Like, how did that happen? So it, it's it's a combination of the best parts of America. See, some leagues, right? For example, English Premier League or, you know, some European leagues, they have a class system, you know, the... The, the result is always with the rich team gets the best possible results because they buy, they can buy the best possible players. But I, I love the equality in, in IPL because everybody is allowed to spend only a certain amount of money. It's not like, you know, uh, like the owner of Mumbai Indians is the richest man in the India, like, like in the Asia, maybe in India. But it doesn't mean he can buy all Kohli, Dhoni, everyone in the same team and, you know, make that team invincible like some Manchester United or something. I like the equality. And from there, uh, the you know, the teams build on based on their own thinking and scouting and, you know, grabbing new talents. That that part I love. I, I don't know which league is like that in, in American sport. Uh, most sports in American – most leagues here have the cap as well. Sure. Not all teams spend it. Baseball is probably the worst at that because there is a cap. Mm. But some teams just say, no, we'll make our money through TV money and through concessions just by spending maybe $40 million when the cap is $200 million plus. So you have a lot of disparity with, I'm a Padres fan. And for the longest time, it was 40, 50 million was their salary for the entire team. Now they're competitive and they're looking at 140, 150 million for the entire team, which is a huge change. Mm. I would say football is probably the closest and basketball right after that, because they have caps. They spin right up to that cap. There is a luxury tax. There's a penalty if you go over that cap. And so I love the cap as well. I think it's a brilliant idea. Yeah. I think the one thing that the IPL has that no American sport has, and I think it's absolutely brilliant, is the auction. We experienced our the, uh, the auction for the first time. And Tell me about I that. Gotta, oh, bro, I got to disagree with you, Najib. You say Mumbai Indians uh, don't have more money than everybody else. It seems like they do because they bought off all the other teams to just fall asleep at the wheel whenever they're auctioning. No, nobody, it's like, they're the, bro, they must send unbelievable, you know, Christmas baskets and birthday cards to everybody. Everybody loves these guys because everybody else gets bid up. But the Mumbai Indians go ahead and drop a guy, you know, like NCN, Nathan Cortanile, and get him back cheaper, and it's crickets in the room. 
Let CSK bid for somebody. Bro, we had to pay like eight, nine cores for Moina Ali for the love of Christ. You know what I mean? Like, are you kidding me? It's, it, it, it drives me crazy. But the auction, I think no American sport, mainstream sport has that. And it was the funnest thing ever. Because mm. at the auction, you see fans, and we had fans with us that night, and they're like, no, because their team is spending too much money. I'm sorry, RCB. You know, Maxwell cost, what was it, Nick? One bazillion dollars? It was like 13 bazillion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? RCB fans like, no! Oh, so. yeah, Najib mentioned how the owner of the Mumbai Indians is the richest guy in India. If Maxwell <laughs> was an Indian, he'd be the richest guy. Jeez. <laughs> Hey, but, oh my uh, god about, that was our that was my experience how about you nick what was your experience with the ipl auction it, it was a lot of fun i wish they would cater to me and gabe's schedule that would have been really nice if we were included on when to start it right. make all of india wait till like three in the morning and then we'll be good <laughs> but it was a mini auction and it was just like i was oh, i was yeah. on there because i'm rip fan rico i gotta get my sleep and i was like i'll, I'll be here for like the pregame show i'll watch the first few picks and then you're just sitting there with your popcorn glued in. We're all making fun of the auctioneer because we're so ticked at what's going on. It's obviously the auctioneer's fault. It was just, it was nonstop bananas. And you're sitting there like, here's DeWitt Milan, right? Everyone's going to go nuts for him. No one bids on him. Like, what is going on here? And then Glenn Maxwell, who just like had a combined 65 runs in the IPL the season before, goes, <laughs> goes for $2 million for crying out loud. It made no sense. But, man, it was good stuff. It was almost like it was scripted. It was that good. Yeah. One thing that they say in American languages, you ain't seen nothing yet. The, the mega auction, bro. Oh, my God. They said the mega auction is absolutely I rem- bananas. I, I remember the, watching the first auction in 2008, which when, you know, when CSK and RCB went for Dhoni, they just went bang, 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 bang. And then in the end, CSK got, CSK got him. They got they got Andrew Flint off Matthew Hayden. I mean that that auction, the 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 idea of auctioning a player itself was so new back in the day that I was just hooked. And ever since then, auctions are one one entertaining part of the sport along with the game itself. And how did you choose your teams though? Tell me the story of how did you choose your favorite teams? Gabe, get started with your love story. Oh God! All right. So here's what happened. Right. Hmm. Tell the truth. Tell the truth behind the scenes. Behind the scenes stuff. So, right, I uh, we started off with the CPL actually, right? The mm. Caribbean Premier League. And you know, I'm from the Caribbean, I'm a West yeah. Indies fan. So, we started off with the CPL, and I chose first. And I went ahead and looked at the rosters, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, um, the uh, um, oh, the Knight Riders, right? The, mm. the, the, the Knight Riders, because they've got Pollard and some of its names we had recognized yeah. from you know, videos we had done. And I was like, yeah, let's let's make it happen, right? Plus, um, SRK is the owner. So I'm like, yeah, let's make it happen. I went with him. Nick picked his team. I let him tell his, his story. And it was a total disaster, right? So, bro, no, it was a disaster. Listen, no joke, all right? The, <laughs> and he knows I'm telling the truth. I remember. Right? The Knight Riders went undefeated and won the championship. Bro, it was the best time of my life, okay? <laughs> I'm telling you, it, it was one of the best seasons of all time and i've seen you know giant championships i've mm. seen yankee championships i'll never see a nick championship but that was like one of the best because i was like undefeated i could do no wrong mind you if people know my track record now they know i'm sour grapes bro i'm mush so it was like so unbelievable so i was like i'm finally smarter than nick yes he doesn't know <laughs> what so i was clowning him and i was like bro i'll even let you pick first you can do what you want all right so we're looking at the teams or whatever. And just on paper, we knew that the two best teams coming in, Pollard, who, by the way, was also on the Knight Riders, mm. uh, um, were Mumbai and CSK. So I come down to that, and I'm even mocking them. I'm like, yeah. bro, you want me to pick it for you? I can pick it for you. Let me help you out, man. You had a rough season. You had a rough season with, with the Caribbean Premier League. Let me help you out. He's like, I-, I got this. I got this. So I was actually hoping to get CSK because right. I was – figuring hey a donny's on the squad he's a legend mm. b the bowling is going to people have to think about it backwards okay sure. everybody's gonna score when it comes to the ipl and yeah. i still stand by that all right listen if you don't got bowling you're done cousin i don't care who's on your team because people are gonna get pumped all mm. right i remember Udik, what did Udik give up 26 
in that one over the AB Divinity, bro. Like, you need good bowling. And I yeah. was looking at the bowling. I'm like, man, Mitchell sat in there to hear. So I'm over here trying to, like, play play Nick and, and, and try to, like, get in his head. Like, you know, you need bowling. Just trying to mess with him or whatever. Uh, 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 trying to outsmart him or whatnot. So he finally, he went with Mumbai Indies. He's like, look, I'm not going to be bigger than the room. They've got the most championships. They've got Pollard, who just killed me in the Caribbean mm. Premier League. They got legends. I let him tell his his side of the story. But right. I actually wanted CSK. I was trying to manipulate him into picking the Mumbai Indians. Bro, the worst. Oh, my gosh. And you don't even know. After that first win, I was so obnoxious. Mm. I probably texted him 20 times. Like, sure. you want to trade again? I'll let you get CSK. You want to trade? I don't want you to feel bad, dude. That's why he's really let me have it. Because I was being obnoxious. I didn't know what to do my, with myself. It's like. You you just you picked the wrong time to support CSK. You know the last <laughs> ten years was just so magical. I, I'll tell you, I, I I remember watching CSK when it won for two seasons, like 2013 and 14, I guess. If I'm not wrong, maybe I'm wrong, but dude, CSK CSK is the Australia of IPL is what what they call it. I mean they used to be. I mean sometimes Australia also went down, so CSK also went down. But dude, they'll come back. Bro, and, and literally the fans were all like, oh, yeah, CSK's a lot, Gabe. You can't go wrong with CSK. I was feeling myself. And then the curse, the curse <laughs> followed me, bro. It's like bring you, you know what I mean, dude? It's like, you know, mark that burst. It, it just took a little while longer because it was in a different hemisphere. Or, you know what I'm saying? But it was like, oh, this Gabe. Let's ruin his life. Yeah. And, well, Gabe, did you get any uh, CSK Chennai Tamil name for yourself uh, as a CSK fan? Did your CSK fans give you something or not yet? Uh, oh. Not yet, not yet, not we'll yet. Think, we'll think of something. Nick, what's your story? How did you pick Mumbai Indians? Was it that straightforward? It's just like champion team. And Tell me about your RCB picking, though. I'm more interested in that because, you know, the hell with Mumbai Indians. I'm just kidding. Go on. Oh, wow. So let me just clarify one thing. Right. You had said, Gabe, you missed out on the golden era of CSK. You just picked the wrong time. No, listen, listen. CSK wins the playoffs every single year. I'm not even exaggerating. Every single year, it was Gabe that brought them down. You can't make this stuff up. I don't know what he did. He had one magic bean and he sold it for the CPL. Match fixing, match fixing. But let's let's get the CPL real quick. I chose the Tridents because I'm a huge Aquaman fan. That was me being an idiot. In my defense, okay, in my defense, we were moving houses into the house I'm in right now. We were at my mother-in-law's house. We were doing the stream, trying to get some internet there. I didn't do any research. I said, oh, there's a Trident. I think they won it the year before. Jason Holder, let's do it. That was my bad. I wasn't going to let that happen again. And so I have learned by watching sports that it's fun to root for the underdog, the dark horse. But the same team's going to win it every time. So let's not try to be too smart. Gabe kept talking about the bowling, the bowling. Ooh, I love the bowling. I love Dhoni. I would love for you to choose Mumbai. And so I said, listen, CSK has gone six times. They've only won three. Mumbai has gone, I think, four times. and They won it four times. I mean, it's not that maybe five times they won it four times. It's not that hard. And so I chose them and surprise, surprise. I mean, come on. The the bigger thing is this, the fact that they had Pollard. Mm. He was the reason because I saw Pollard. The Tridents actually had a chance. They had like one or two wins in the CPL. They had a chance to take down the Knight Riders. And Pollard had like, I think, 23 sixes in the depth or something like that. He just, I mean, you think six, six sixes and over is impressive? He got like 23 in a row. I mean, it was out of control. And I said, I'm never going against that guy again. He hmm. stole my lunch money. He punched me in my face. He took away my girlfriend. I'm not going to let it happen again. I'm his latchkey. So, I went with Pollard and Mumbai, and it worked out because Pollard, he likes to win. Mm. RCB, I kept being told, Najib, like in one of our very first live streams, if you guys learn about the IPL, don't pick RCB. <laughs> RCB is trash. RCB is unlucky. They've gone three times and lost it three times. Don't do it to yourself. We started doing the whole mush thing. I said, oh, Gabe, he should definitely pick RCB because that's <laughs> fit for him. And I just kept hearing this, and I did. We did our overview videos. I did one on RCB. Mm. Rock Coley, A.B. De Villiers. I mean, I was Aaron Finch, which I thought was, you know, really good in the IPL. I was sure. surprised why he was not. And I was just like, you know what? They're just too attractive to walk. Mm. I know they're going to break my heart. I know they're going to steal my money, but they're just too hot. So I had to pick them. And I came up to Gabe. I said, we got to have a secret love. He's like, why? 
because I want to take RCB too. I want to take RCB. So I have a soft spot for RCB, 100%. Oh, same. I have more than a soft spot. Let's uh, let's not get into that. Uh, <laughs> what was that one moment when you were watching the IPL that that made you felt like, yep, this this league is game. This league, dude, I'm into this. It's just one moment that really you know, elevated your opinions on, on, on that thing. It was it Tevatia moment or what was it? What one moment? You you the- stole it, my friend. I love to watch it. And it wasn't just because of his five sixes in that over. Yeah. He should have got six. That would have been awesome. It was the fact that my man, and I'm not even, I think it was the Royals last year, right? I'm not yeah. even, a, was he Royals or was he? Uh... Rajasthan Royals, yes. Yeah, Royals. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Royals. I wasn't even a Royals fan, but this guy gets a wicket. He runs out in the middle of the pitch and goes, ah! Like, I just love that passion. That awesome. And then the guy got destroyed on Twitter. Everyone's like, disgrace, disgrace. How dare you? And then the next game, he gets five sixes. We love you, Talat. I mean, the passion, the, you know, how things work out. I'll let Gabe tell the Gale story, but that was so awesome to see this guy who we call Mush keep calling for Gale. And the universe boss showed who he is. Yeah. Um there's just there's so many moments like that, but I love Tawadia. I love Cottrell. I love all these guys with their like bravado and like, with their not really ego, but their passion that they mm. have. Mm. Yeah, I mean, dude, from the very first game, man, it was so much fun. But I think the one game that really just was like it, 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 it there's like I said, the double super over was huge. The super over was huge. But for me, the one game that stand out that I remember, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, it's like probably one of the greatest, and it happened in a loss, okay? It happened in a loss. And it was your RCB, and brother, they they were down at the depth, like 60 runs or 57 runs, something crazy like that. And I'm like, yeah, it's over. And then AB to Billiards happened, bro. And it was just like, I felt what the way Nick felt when Pollard, you know, destroyed the Tritons. It was just unbelievable to see. And I'm sitting there like, and me and Ozjad were streaming that one live together. And me and Ozjad was messing with, messing with everybody in the, the fans. It's over. Guys, pack it in. We're saying it right now. It's over. And all of a sudden, everybody was just like, Gabe, it's never over when you got A.B. DeVilliers. And we're like talking all kinds of smack. And it was like, he was playing like a man possessed. You know what I'm saying, dude? And I was like, oh, my gosh, like a game that was absolutely lost to come back and score like 57 in the in the death, snatch victory from the jaws of defeat. I think even though it was a loss for me, Mm. those are some of the greatest moments because you saw something unbelievable even today. Okay, and I I don't know when you put this out, but let's just say recently. Okay, Mm. India versus England, something that Nick and I are going to talk about. Sure. They had one of the biggest comebacks. They were, it was 135, not out. I woke up and I was like, oh, looks like they're going to drop the first game again. You know what I'm saying? Because that's just been India's uh, 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 MO. Yeah. And we jump on the stream right now. We're talking, we're streaming or whatever. And here goes a wicket. And here goes another wicket. And then people start blaming me. The English, fan, the English fans were like, Gabe, we, we hadn't lost a wicket till you came on the stream because I was rocking with England. Mm. And then come the Somehow, some way, India pulled it. Like, that's what's so cool about cricket. Yeah. Bro, the game just isn't over until it's over, all right? I saw uh, uh, Sri Lanka, was it, beat down South Africa for 400 runs in the first inning. And I was like, same dumb thing I said, it's over. So South Africa put up. One of the biggest examples of it's not over until it's over is the India-Australia series, the test series itself. You, you Najib, can I can I ask you one thing? I've sure. been wanting to ask you this for a long time. Sure. I remember when me and you were doing RCB match on mm. on Cricket for Americans, right? Mm, mm. And a good friend of the channel, Jihan, right? Doctor Jihan, at the one on the bus right here. He was in the chat, and he was <laughs> like, you know, honestly, I think four nothing. I think it's going to be four nothing in the Australia tour. And you were like, Nick, I'm sorry if this is one of your friends or whatever, but I got to go after this guy. He's like, how dare? You? I mean, you stood up. You stood tall. You said, there's no way, not this India squad. And he's like, I'm, I'm just being serious. You guys, the track record, Najib, you were correct, my friend. You <laughs> called it from the very beginning, and you stood tall against the dot. How did that feel once you knew that they were able to come away from Australia with that series? Oh, my God. Uh, 
I'll, I'll, it's a long story, Gabe. That will be in another episode in itself. But to cut the long story short, 20 years of pain. All right. I've been watching cricket since 2001. <laughs> I have been watching India tour Australia since 2003. I've seen it. 2003 was, they were this close to winning it. And I was a schoolboy. I was in sixth grade. I was so heartbroken. And in 2007, they went, lost it. 11, they lost it. 2014, that was the that was a series when Virat Kohli arrived. He announced himself. India, what they did in Gaba, the Brisbane. Virat Kohli almost pulled it off at the Adelaide in 2014, right? He hit that beautiful second innings. And it's just four, one, two, three, four series, 20 years of pain, man. It's just 20 years of pain just coming to redemption. 2018, they won, but it's not like it didn't count because, you know, Australia was on its downfall, but 2021 felt so sweet, man. It just, oh my God, I was watching it. I didn't watch every single ball of that series, but the last day I woke up, I woke up at four o'clock in the morning. I was hooked. It was unbelievable, man. It's it without doing it without Kohli, with all those injuries and the way they played. I don't know what happened to the last day of that pitch. Some magic was spelled. I don't know. A last day pitch of a test match never behaves like that, but just dude, that just felt it felt so sweet, man. It was a special day. It was for me. It is as big as India winning the World Cup in 2011. I put that on on my Facebook. One of the best cricket watching moments as an Indian fan for me. 2007 T20 World Cup, 2011 Cricket World Cup, Australia 2021, the Gabatua, yeah. the the breach of yeah. the Gabatua. You know. Yeah, <laughs> the breach of the fortress, man. Breach yeah. of the fortress. I know it's crazy. The last After time, the yeah. Game. I'm sorry. Sorry. The last the the last time. Australia lost in the Gaba, Gaba was when West Indies beat them in 1986 or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's been like 30, 40 years. It was crazy. Something crazy like that. Yeah. But after the first game, because me and Jihan, we're both Australia fans, right? So yeah. he had, he had hit, me, hit, me, hit me up on Twitter. He's like, 36 all out. I'm feeling it. And he's, you know what? To his credit, he's like, listen, I was wrong. When he's wrong, he's wrong or whatnot. He's a passionate fan, just like sure. I'm a passionate fan. Sure. But tell me, after 36 all out, you were just like, oh, my gosh. And then in the next game, wait, it was 36 no out, and now Coley's gone because he's having a baby. The, they, there's, you couldn't write it. It, it, it could have been a movie. And then on top of that, you got guys going out with injuries. And now you're down uh, Shami. You're down um, Boomerang. Who was doing? They were down everybody. And I remember yeah. looking at the roster getting – Instagram messages like this guy's out, this guy's out. And I'm like, I'm honestly thinking to myself, what's the point of you on playing? This isn't fair. Australia's going to walk all over him. We have no one to play, but they won the match. Rashad Pant was like, I mean, tell me, you are, you've been an Indian cricket fan your entire life. Sure. Was there anything, I can't imagine anything sweeter than seeing our boy Rashad Pant after what he's gone through in his career, everyone doubting him, go away from the international squad, don't come back. And this guy said, I don't care about drawing. I want to win. No one told him. No one told him after lunch or drinks that we're just going to take it easy. He went out there and he was going for the win. And you can see Rahani's face on the sideline like, am I seeing what I'm seeing? This guy's going for it. Tell me that was not like tears coming out of your eyes. Oh, my God. Let's just talk about how special the draw was. I mean, how big a draw, like which game celebrates a draw like cricket does? Like, come on, man. That was as sweet as a win. As I'm watching this, you've got two guys that could barely run. All right. Mm. The one who, it was with Rahani that had to pull hamstrings. Vahari. Vahari. Had to pull hamstrings. And I'm like, and it was Vahari. And I'm like, how? I don't, I'm, these guys are out there forever. And they're running between the wickets. And, and I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. I know Gabba was huge, but to me, that was the biggest moment of yeah. that entire, because they're like, we're not folding. Not today, cousin. And I'm like, these guys are injured. And they're when an athlete does that, you kind of just finally get to the point where you're like, you know yeah. what? Even even I, that match, Pant would have taken it. I mean, if he were if he were there for half and thirty more minutes, I'll tell you something, Gabe. We were doing a live stream for CSK and Chennai, and the news was out that Pant was excluded from the white ball team, and all your fans were like going on, and I was defending Pant. I will take that clip out and send it to you whenever whenever it's possible. I'm, I I will do that, but. Dude, he's an X-Factor player, man. I mean, the team looks so much better in test one day, especially in white ball. 
what a massive difference this guy's arrival is making. You know, we can happily sit back and relax that, you know, this team is going to chase 200, 220 in, in a T20 or 350 in, in a one. What a guy. What, what a guy. What a game. What That was sweet, bro. That was, I, I could not, I put it out on the moment uh, that series was, I put it on my Facebook. Like this is the, one of the biggest moments and there should, there will be a Netflix series on this team one day. Oh, Just be. mark my word. There should be. There should be that type yeah. of documentary like they did the test for Australia. They should be because that was such a huge moment. We've... And I think the last thing I want to mention about Pant, because mm. you mentioned about the, the fans, how they were talking about it. Nick was so excited because he discovered Pant and he's like, bro, this is going to be Coley's next replacement. And he had shown mm. me this video. We did it on uh, on a CFA video a long time ago. This is before the IPL. And he's like, bro, this guy hit a century. This guy, just watch him. I love his moxie. And when we talked about it, Maybe the fans didn't understand what we were saying, but they were like, no way this guy's replacing Donny. I mean, like, we're not saying he's replacing Donny, but somebody's got to replace Donny on the international squad. He's not there anymore. Who's mm. going to be the wicketkeeper? And Nick planted his flag on him all through the IPL. So I know Same. Nick felt vindicated when it happened because he was like, bro, that's my guy. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, it, it, it was just much funny that you mentioned that because he's de- he has had a challenging career, right? It yeah. wasn't all easy for him. And he had a lot of detractors, a lot of doubters. And to overcome all that and become the pant he is today, it's it's an amazing story. Yeah. The the moment when I fell in love with Pant was somewhere in 2017 or 18 IPL, where he played a red ridiculous innings on the best bowling attack of that IPL, the SRH. They had, dude, they had Bhuvi, they had Siddharth Kohl, Rashid Khan. He hit some hundred or almost won the game. That was the moment I, I fell in love with, with, with this guy. When when the Delhi Capitals were the old Delhi Daredevils with the red shirt. I don't know if you have seen those yeah. uh, images and videos, but you should really check that innings out and that, that will tell you what Pant is. What other big moments, bro? Like uh, Rajasthan Royals had so many sixes. They were winning in Sharjah, left and right. Archer was going on with four sixes. And then Sanju Samson played great innings. But again, the classic tale of Sanju Samson, he cr- plays great in the start. Tapers down in the in the in the in the end. That 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 we've been seeing for years. Nick has the bat behind him, but I would say for me another big moment was the universe boss. Because mm. I was calling for him. Guys were like, Gabe, he's too old. I'm like, bro, the game is done with you when it's done with you. If he's out there until I see him not be able to run between the wickets and not be able to pick up his wicket bat, if he's on the team, you let him play. All right. It took them what four, five, six games to get him in. And his very first game, he had the 50. And the the, the broadcast, the cricket broadcast, the what's it called? The dugout view yeah. is the best thing ever, too. This guy's so funny because he held the bat and it was upside down, the universe boss. He's like, oh, he hasn't played so long. He forgot which way to hold the bat. That was like hilarious, man. But that was another huge moment for me in the IPL, man. I, I enjoyed it so much. Before we move on to Mumbai Indians, we'll come to Nick. I just wanted to say something about uh, Chris Gale. Chris Gale, the best ambassador of T20 cricket, absolute legend. Dude, when the first ever T20 World Cup happened, bro, it was the first match West Indies for South Africa. Gale hit 100 out of the blue. Just just like that. And Chris Gale is memories, bro. His emotion, his memories. In 2016, RCB team, it was Chris Gale, ABD, Kohli, Watson... Boom. How did they not win? Oh, my God. KL Rahul. KL Rahul. They were in the finals, but uh, they lost to the SRH. But 2016 RCB team, bro, you should have seen it. It was just ridiculous batting order. And and that's how RCB rolls. Chris Gale, absolute legend. Nick. <laughs> Dude, that season, Kohli was mad, bro. I mean, Kohli, what you're seeing now is nothing. Did he get should... like 700 runs or something he like that? Was, that he was just possessed. Runs? He got something yeah. crazy. 952. 952? Something like 900 plus. Bro, that season, Kohli was just, he was like, there was some devil in him. You know, it's 400s in an IPL IPL tournament, bro. 400s. Wow. That's impressive. There was this one game where ABD and Kohli both got 100s and RCB got some 260 something. Like, on, it was just madness. Just unbelievable batting. 
regarding mumbai indians nick how special was surya kumar yadav you must have seen this guy come come in the t20s and then you must have understood how mumbai grooms players that you 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 think why mumbai uh, is a champion team you must have seen in auction they must have picked some little little names that you don't even know and boom four years later this guy is a superstar that is how bumbra bumbra was picked that is how hardik pandey was picked they have great scouting system they go to little towns of india they they see someone special they get him they groom him and boom you have bumbra you have hardik pandya krunal pandya these are all pure mumbai scouting system talents and now it's surya kumar yeah sky it's it's hilarious because he was yeah. on i think he was number 3 he always batted third or something like that yeah number 3 and yeah. he came on i'm not sure if he started from the very first game but when he came on early on he wasn't impressing me too much or I wasn't even paying attention to him. And I was talking trash. I'm like, this guy is horrible. Get him out of here. We got a Sean Kishin. We got uh, the Panya brothers. We got Pollard. We got Rohit Sharma. We don't need this guy. And people were like, you just don't know who Sky is. Just hold on for a second. And this guy, after that point, he just went off. And I'm not sure if it was because Gabe liked to give me the fact that I was wrong on that thing, but Gabe loves himself some Sky. And so Gabe was so vindicated when he was finally able to break through on the international side. I mean, in that third T20 match, the guy's on the bench. I mean, he's on the bench and Coley points to like a, a bag of like dirt or soil. He's like, he's going to get in before you do, pal. But he was able to come into the fourth match. What did he get, like a 58 or something like that? It was so awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy, he is, in my opinion... He is the guy in a Mumbai lineup, which is stacked. I mean, you forget mm. about Dukak for crying out loud. Absolutely stacked. And he's the guy that sometimes will outshine the other ones. He is so stable. M- one of my favorite moments was Ishan Kishin. Because this mm. guy, he's young. I watched him on Mumbai Fever for the first three episodes. I call yes, him Punt uh, 2.0. Yeah, exactly. And we had mentioned that uh, in our stream. And I think it was the when he had his debut 50 we're like, he's like, just like Pont. Like, how awesome is he? You have two guys who yeah. are reckless, but can just wreck the ball. And in one of his first chances, I kept calling for him, kept calling for him. Mm. And people were like, he's not going to get a chance. He'll get like one good 40. And then the rest of the season, he'll do nothing. This guy got 99. It was a super over match. Sure. He got 99. He got dismissed. Uh, I'm not the beautiful, most beautiful ball, but he got dismissed. He walks back to the sideline and he just like soaked with sweat He's exhausted. And he didn't go out for the Super Bowl, who I thought should have. I found out later on that he just had no energy to even get up to mm. go out there and bat in the Super Bowl. They lost the Super Bowl. But his performance of that 99, and unfortunately he got out. I mean, he really showed who he was in the rest of the season. And now you see him in the international squad already. Uh, again, he was in the U19 World Cup championship team, all that kind yeah. of stuff. He was there with uh, – uh, who. Who else was there with the uh, – who was the other big name? Was it Pont? Pont? It's a little older than him, right? They were on the same mm-hmm. U19 squad. But anyways, he was there, and now he's here, and I just – I absolutely love it. But I love Rohit Sharma because as a captain, he leads his team. In the IPL, you can have a great team lose to a horrible team any sure. given match. And I feel like a lot of times the captains, they were struggling, but he is so good. <laughs> he is so good at leading his squad – saying that that lineup and then when they needed the most in the final he put up that big score Rohit yeah. Sharma I mean he is a man how about just a little shout out to that moment between Sky and Virat Kohli in that RCB match where they were going off at each other dude that you know one. and I'm glad you mentioned Sky and Virat Kohli I'm gonna say something that's blasphemous uh-huh. one of the reasons I like Sky so much is because I think he is Virat Kohli light and what I mean by that is They've got such excellent back control and such excellent, bro, wrist. You watch him, and a lot of times when he hits his sixes, bro, it's a flick of the wrist. It's not, because there's guys that'll go, you know, charging up the crease and crush one, but now you leave yourself susceptible to getting stumped out or whatever. But when you can hit a six with just that little flick of wrist, I think he's got the cleanest mechanics of all the other Indian batsmen with the exception of Virat Kohli. And I know that's high praise. People are going to say, throw his shot. But watch, they're going to lose their mind. Watch Sky bat. He hits them effortlessly, and he's got every shot. He's his- not Virat Kohli. But in my opinion, his batting style is Virat Kohli light, where I know when Ashanka Shan is going to hit a six because he does that. I'm, you know, charging up the crease. He loads up. Where with Sky, sometimes it looks like, oh, he's just, you know, punching it through 
extra cover. Oh, no, that actually went for a six. It's effortless, man. It's effortless. Just his offside sixes are the best right now. It's just the way he flicks over the cover. One, one thing about Mumbai is right now in today's time, in today's world, Mumbai is the best assembled T20 team in the world. Out of all the T20 teams, England, Australia, T20 league, any league, any international, you look at across the world, I believe Mumbai is the best assembled T20 team right now. No one can beat them. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it with a passion, bro. I hate it. Listen, explain this to me. If you watch the auction, how, Mumbai throws in Nathan Colton Nile because they want to get him cheaper. Somehow every other team is is asleep at the wheel and let them get him back cheaper. And then they add uh, uh, Adam uh, Milan. Is it M- Mil- Milne, Milne. Adam Milne. Milne. Adam Milne. They add another. And it's like, they got, I don't get it, man. They just easily just get... Mumbai Indians is just are just like the representation of what India's international team is. It doesn't mm. matter who's in there. They've got guy after guy after guy, bowler after bowler. I remember Nick lost his mind when they bought in NCN because they're like, what, what happened to Pattinson? Pattinson was, was going up. Oh, this is what happened. Like, it doesn't matter. They got so that you're but right. Gabe, they are I the think, best built team. I think the reason why is because they're the team not panicking. They're the mm. team that has won it year after year. They won it back to back. The other teams are like, we haven't won it in a few years. Or we haven't won it at all. We've got to go all in with Moeen Ali. Don't forget, CSK was there in that auction battle with RCB for Glenn Maxwell for crying out loud. All these teams are like stressing. And when you don't have to panic, when you can sit back and like, you know, our team is good. We're going to pick a few other guys to get our pieces together. That's a good spot to be in. You can think more level-headed and not emotionally. Sure. That's, that's a good point. That's a good point. Sure. RCB, I think we have mentioned this. I mean, you have you still haven't seen the good taste of a classic Kohli-ABD partnership that didn't really happen this year, uh, last year. Hopefully, you will see it. But, bro, ABD is, again, uh, lots of memories uh, being an RCB fan. My, I remember the, the actual – I don't know if you have seen this video. The actual arrival of ABD was in, in the RCB when he, when he reverse-slapped Dale Stain. Dale Stain – couple of times on the back of his head. That was one of the best moments in, in terms of it, just the announcement of his arrival back in 2014, I guess. And ABD, man, I think he played very few innings. I mean, he, uh, he every IPL, he'll just give two, three just unbelievable matches. He'll just win it out of the blue. And you must have seen a taste of it in, in, in that uh, Rajasthan match where they had no business winning it. 55 runs to hit in the last three hours. Boom. I was sick to my stomach, bro. I was sick to my stomach. Oh, you don't send Udakat in the nineteenth. You don't do it, bro, bro. I think that they ended Udakat's career, bro. All right, Amy De Villiers literally owes Udakat a retirement fund or something, bro. This is done. All right, cook food, cousin. Oh, I'm so bad, so bad. Gabe, what is with CSK? What went wrong? I'll tell you what right I... now. The CSK in my opinion, uses uh, uh, analytics a lot, okay? Uh-huh. And I say that because they built this team to play specifically on certain venues where you're going to have, you know, sure. a spinning track. Again, they have two, like, legit pace bowlers, all right, for the most part. And everybody else, they had all these spinners, and they hurt them last year, right, because they were playing in the UAE. And again, it hurt them this year because they thought they were going to be playing at home, and then they got the rug swept sw- from under them. And I think that you play a dangerous game when you do that. My Yankees are a really good example. Yankees build teams that have a lot of left-handed power and opposite field power because the, the porch at Yankee Stadium is so short, you're going to hit home runs easily. Mm. And that works when you're playing in Yankee Stadium. But when you're playing away from Yankee Stadium, you're in trouble. And if the playoffs don't break your way, you got to play at, at the away house. Yeah. You know, yeah. You're not the hosting team. It hurts you. So I think it's the same thing with CSK. It hurts you. Mm. CSK also had the unfortunate, I think COVID affected CSK more than anyone else. They lost Harbron Singh. All right. Sure. They lost um, Raina. That was such a huge blow. They lost yes. Raina. And I think that that combined with not being at home, not being at use, um, it, to, to hear both, I think it was the second to last game. Mm. He might have came in. Look, I'm not even joking. The first nine or 10 games to here did not sniff 
did not sniff the picture, right? He forgot he was playing on the team. Mm. He was like, like he was giving people water bottles and stuff and towels. He thought, oh, I'm actually a player. He thought he was just like a a a, a team. What do you call it? A a, bo- a bottle boy or a water boy or something. You know, and, and, <laughs> bro, same thing, Mitchell Shatner. I didn't even know he was on the team. I was like, who is this dude? Who is this? Oh, Mitchell Shatner, the Kiwi. You know what I mean? Like they built their teams just for this specific venue where they know mm. they're going to have the advantage with the spinning track and it's burnt them twice. And I think they have to go away from that mentality because you don't know what's going to happen. And I get it. Yeah. It's COVID and restrictions, but I, I still think it's unfair. And I, I had, a, I was complaining. I still think that it's unfair that because two other teams weren't going to have, you know, raise the complaints. Mm. They completely, you know, blindside CSK. At mm-hmm. least let CSK know that before the auction, so they could go get a, yeah. a, 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 a line or go get Nathan Coulter Nile. I guarantee you, if everybody knew this was happening, Nathan Coulter Nile would not have been going for five curves, and CSK wouldn't have paid eighteen bazillion dollars, thousand dollars for Moina Ali. Moina Ali. Yeah. You know what I mean? Guy can't run between the wickets. Guy can't. Right. That's Nick's favorite player, right there, Moina Ali. Right. Uh, Nick, can we give a shout out to Delhi? What a wonderful bowling partnership of Rabada and Nokia. Their bowling has taken them to the final. I mean, their batting needs a little bit of fine tuning, but Delhi has the second best bowling lineup after Mumbai, if I'm not wrong. Yes. And I think someone had told us that Nokia wasn't even predicted to make the squad or be mm. on the squad. It was either a last minute or an injury. I'm not sure what it was. But you gotta, you gotta, you can't forget that Delhi's batting side is also very dangerous. I don't know if they were worn out, if they were injured. You got Rashad Pont, you got mm-hmm. Shreyas Iyer, you got uh, Sanju. No, Sanju Samson is he no, with no, the no, Royals? No. The blue, right? You got um, Shikhar Dewan, who couldn't get a run the last few games. Mm-hmm. But you have all these Stoinis. guys right there. Yeah, Stoinis, <laughs> the guy who. <laughs> The Mr. Duckman right there is doing this, right? Axar Patel can get the sixes, but (laughs) Stoinis cracks me up. But anyways, you have these guys that just like led them with their bowling and they weren't able to get it. Last thing I want to say about a great moment in the IPL, we haven't mentioned this team too much, SRH. Mm. They were out of the playoffs till the very end and they had one of the most important partnerships. And of course, Gabe trashed the guy right before it. But Kane Williamson and Jason Holder, they had this partnership in either the last game or second to last game, which really helped them get enough points. They already had the uh, the net run rate on their side. Yeah. And it was a masterful partnership where you couldn't get those mm. guys out when you mm. needed to. So that was a pretty good moment as well. Mm. One one thing you guys missed out was on the brilliance of KKR. KKR on paper has some bananas names. They didn't yes, perform to their I potential. Agree. But hopefully you'll get to see but that. Gabe started rooting for him and you see what happens. <laughs> drive by that's like his fifth this so far dude, oh my god dude kkr has pat cummins and Lockie ferguson bro two of the best fast bowlers especially Lockie ferguson is just rapid bro they got pat cummins Lockie ferguson uh uh sunil narine andre russell i mean morgan I don't understand yeah owen morgan i don't understand what happened it was it was infuriating it was infuriating last year yeah yeah oh my god shubman gill which we've been calling that's another guy we were so glad when he made the international squad because we've been calling for shubman gill i mean the one their biggest weakness i'm sorry to say is danish karthik you know what i'm saying Uh, he's yeah, we must have missed his greatness because he did not have a good season last no, year at all. Not. When you change the captain in the middle of the tournament, you know you're having a bad time. So that's the kind of thing. Last few questions. If you could compare your favorite teams to uh, some of the teams in any tournament of American League. Look, for example, who would you compare RCB to? Who, who has those RCB frustrations, <laughs> RCB ups and downs of, uh, in, in the American League, somewhere in the NFL or NBA or MLB? Who is wow. RCB of American teams? Which frustrates so, you a lot, but it's very attractive. You can't miss them. So the first thing I would think of would be like something like the Mets, but the Mets have won a few championships, so we can't say that. Right. Um, the Knicks. The Knicks have won a championship. I'm trying to think of a team that has been there time and time again, but has not been able to get over the hump. I mean, until this last year, maybe the Dodgers, right? The Dodgers had so many great players. They finally got over the hump in baseball and won a World Series. 
But I mean, they've had the best players for like the last five or six years and they weren't able to get to the, the brass ring there. I'd have to think some more. What do you think, Gay? What are some other teams at the top of your mind? Uh, you, you hit the nail on the head. Two teams in Major League Baseball that have had great teams but have struggled for the last. And we're talking about the Dodgers since the 80s. So that's mm. a good 30 years, all right? Uh, 86, right, when they won their last championship? 88. And they've had 88. They had some of the best players out there, man, some of the biggest names. You can think, go back about Matt Kemp and mm. – um, um, Andre, uh, oh, I forget yeah, the Yasiel the, Puig when he was yeah, in his prime. Yasiel Puig, Clayton Kershaw for the last decade. They could not get out of the second round. They could not get out of the NLDS, and they finally did it. And then the Cubs, the Cubs, the lovable losers, 100 years, not the 100 years of fans, like you said, you know, oh, this, I, I've suffered. You want to suffer, forget 20 years, 100 years Cub fans suffered, and they finally got their championship. So to me, that's who I would compare RCB to. Mm. How about Mumbai Indians? Who's the Mumbai Indians of of, of the, Patriots. the league? The Patriots. The okay. Patriots. Mm. Absolutely. The Patriots. Mm. They are the best well-ran professional organization in sports. I'm glad Nick and I are right there on the same page. The Patriots win not just because they've got Brady, not just because they've had Bill Be- but because they have an organization that, like you said, does the scouting, does mm. the homework. They can pick a guy in the, you know, 200th pick and they and it ends up working for them where most yeah. teams end up cutting those guys, the Patriots. They are ran really, really well for mm. sure. That's who the Mumbai Indians are. Mm. Who's the CSK, Gabe? The one that was the amazing veteran champion, but it's, it's just coming down in the recent times. Right now, the Yankees. Absolutely. The Yankees, my Yankees who haven't won a, a championship in a decade, has mm. made it to plenty of championships and, and, and ALCSs, but can't get over the hump, and mm. it's of their own design because they build these teams that hit a lot of home runs but strike out a bunch, and that kills you in the playoffs when you're facing other teams that got the best one-two guys going, not to mention you're not playing at home, mm. so you may hit seven, and it happened actually against the Astros. At home, the Yankees blew the Astros out Every single game. When they played the Astros, it was 2-1 games because you cannot hit those home runs when you're playing in Minute Maid Park. Where in, it, it, Honestly, Yankee Stadium, I think the, the porch is like 320 already. You can, mm. you can literally throw a ball there from center. Like I said, you can't throw a ball. But right. actually, Trevor Bauer probably could throw a ball there you know, and, and make it over there from home plate. But it, they're the Yankees. They are flawed, and it's of their own making. Not just that, they've got a lot of old players, and I hate to admit it. But the Yankees have also that problem where they stick with guys so long. You know what I mean? This guy was great for a very long time, and this guy was great. But there's also you're missing out on young talent. You're missing out on a guy like Sky. You're missing out on a guy like uh, 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 like the Pandians. Matter of yeah. fact, they, they were missing out on guys on their own team. And honestly, last year might have been the best thing that happened to CSK because they discovered young players because mm. Sam Curran wasn't supposed to be such a big part of that team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because of injuries and necessity, they had to put him in there, right? And um, uh, not Rayudu. Uh, what's the other kid's name? Um, yeah, Ambati Raidu. I'm sorry? Ambati Raidu? I thought he was going to say Gai Quad. Gai Quad. Gai Quad, yeah. Quad, three fifties in a row, bro. Mm. Three fifties in a row as a starting player for CC. That hadn't happened for them, all right? So it was almost a blessing in disguise because they remembered, well, maybe we just don't have to depend on all these veterans and these legends. Maybe we can count on some of these kids and that might have opened up the door for different kind of thinking. Right. Nick, what should IPL have from American leagues? What should American leagues have something from IPL? What would you like? Man. You said auctions in the American leagues would be so much fun. What else? They, they would be fun, but it would not go over too well because you have tradition. You have sports that have been around for so long. Mm-hmm. You have, I mean, these huge contracts, franchise players. It would be a lot of fun in some ways, but it would just be so stressful because your whole entire team could possibly change. It would be very interesting. I'm not going to lie. What should the IPL have that American sports Oh, man, I want to say nothing because I like the IPL the way it is. Mm. And there's some great thing about American sports. Oh, man, maybe. Okay, a better review system. 
Can we say mm. that? Some kind of thing that is very, very accurate where if it hits the stumps, it hits the stumps. It's not this umpire's call or this or whatnot, whatever nonsense. It's just hitting the stumps or not. That would be the biggest thing in my opinion, but I really wouldn't change too much. How about you, Gabe? Any interchange from here to there, here, there to here? Yes, absolutely. I think the IPL needs expansion, okay? Mm. And I say that because you got way too many kids, and I say kids, but young guys that don't get a chance to play because there's only so many, you only got to play in 11, right? And yeah. you got guys that are buried that are not going to get an opportunity to play. So I think that they could, they literally could expand to 16 teams and still put out a good product. Now, I know that the owners don't want that. That you know, the owners right now that are cost them, but maybe expand to 10. I've heard rumors they're going to expand to 10, yeah. 10, 12, or whatever. But expansion it actually helps the game to expand. You bring other uh players up, more revenue, more mm. TV money. You know what I'm saying? So, expansion, I think, as much as we love the IPL 18s, we saw a lot of guys that didn't get an opportunity because it's only 18s, if that makes sense. So, right. I think to me, that's what I would change that needs to expand. And on the other side, American. Sports, man, I'm telling you, no, the NFL is probably does it the best because the N the NFL draft is an event. People mm. tune in to watch it and mm. boo when un inevitably my Giants are going to make a horrible pick or whatever. It it's an event. I was actually, it was, it was supposed to be here in Vegas and I was going to take off of school and have Trey take off when we were going to go. And of course, COVID happened, but we're supposed to get an NFL draft here. It's mm. a huge event. Mm. But the auction is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Dude, that was awesome. If right. I can add one thing, I just thought of some. I would like them to be able to move to five overseas players because there's so many great overseas players, and you have these teams that have to make that decision. We can only cut it to four. Yeah. I would love to see five. Interesting. Last question, folks. You have seen the IPL. You have the knowledge. You know everything. You've become sort of a cricket <laughs> pundit from America. What are your playoffs, and who's going to win? Who's going to win Mumbai? I mean, like... <laughs> I'm kidding. What are your playoffs? Think long and hard because the teams that you thought were weak are not exactly weak. Like Punjab has some great bowlers now. They didn't have bowlers. The whole in England contingent will stay with Royals this time. They'll play the entire season. You know, Archer, Butler, Stokes and everybody else. So think long and hard. Who are your four playoffs? Man, you put us on the spot here, my friend. We were going to do this at our selection show. So our choices may change. Who knows? Yes. But as of right now, I have Mumbai going to the, the final four. I have RCB going to the final four. Okay. I have KKR making it to the final four. I think they're way too talented not to make it. Sure. Um, sorry, Gabe. CSK is not going to sniff it. And I have for that fourth spot, uh, I want to say SRH because that's just such, a, such an easy, tempting pick. But I am going to go with, uh, oh, of course, Delhi Capitals. I almost forgot sure. about Delhi Capitals. Sure. I'm going to go with Delhi Capitals for my top four. Mm -hmm. You know, I, 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 unfortunately, I have to hear going to go my CSK fans killing me. I got to agree with Nick, okay? This, this just killed us not have been at home. Yeah. So I, think, I personally think it's going to be Mumbai. It's going to be a repeat. Mumbai mm -hmm. Indians and the Delhi Capitals. I had the Delhi Capitals winning it all until recently. I don't know how bad Ayer's injury is. He's got a shoulder injury. Sure. They're saying he's going to miss time, and that really hurts. Now, they got smudged, but that seriously hurts, okay? Mm. I originally thought that um, uh, uh, Rajasthan Royals was going to make the playoffs, but now we hear that Archer's got an elbow injury. He's going to miss half of the IPL. He's pulling himself out, so that hurts. Archer was the MVP. So for me, it's going to be Mumbai Indians, Delhi Capitals. We're going to go with the uh, um, Coquetta Knight Riders. And I hate to say it. I hate to say it because then, it, you know, Nick's is going to smile. RCB, man. They've got Glenn Maxwell. Dude, it, it, everything just worked out. And it sucks, bro. Everything worked out for them where I'm like, oh, really? Really? You know, the, the, the IPO. <laughs> bro, the auction was not kind to CSK. I just, I'm just saying. And yeah. if there's a dark horse, I think it's Punjab. You know, they got Milan. They've got a... Um, some really good play, obviously, the universe boss or whatnot, but I still think they're they're bowling light. And mm. who's going to be that guy in the death overs for them that's really going to – again, you're an RCB fan. You yeah. gave me a year where you've had three, in my opinion, those guys are Hall of Famers, yeah. right? Universe boss, Coley, 
A.B. De Villiers, and Shane Watson. And you and didn't Kale, win? And Kale Rahul. And Kale Rahul. I guarantee you they didn't have a strong bowling no, contingent no. Yeah. guys that they could count on in the death. True. And that, to me, where, where, where Punjab is, is lacking. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, they, they got Jai Richardson and Rayleigh Meredith. Let's see how it goes. They got Shami. Let's see how it goes, folks. What an awesome IPL season it's going to be. I hope one fine day you can make it to India and hopefully watch an RCB CSK match at Bangalore and Mumbai CSK match at Mumbai. Please add those to your bucket list. And of course, meet your fans in India. I hope you make it. I hope you get to watch a first live cricket match in a stadium. I don't know when it will happen to you. I mean, you guys deserve it. I hope it comes to you soon. Thank you very much, Nick. Thank you very much, Gabe, for joining into this podcast. I look forward to your lives again in the IPL season. Please go check out the channel, Cricket for Americans. And of course, Boring Reviews, the legendary Boring Reviews. They have it going right there. Thank you very much, everybody, for tuning into this podcast. Till we see you next time with another episode. Bye, everyone.